Come on, somebody go ahead and rejoice in advance for what the Lord is going to do not only in this building, but He's going to do something beyond this building. The church is on the rise. You should have took us out when you had a chance. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, every hand clapping, every voice lifted. Shout to him one more time. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I feel, I feel power in this place. I feel dominion in this place. Some of you hadn't come to church yet. I feel victory in this place. I feel deliverance in this place. Hallelujah. Do you feel him? Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm thankful for what I feel in this place. 16 first-time guests this morning. Three baptized. At least one, maybe two filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. People coming back to God and deliverance. Amen. And we are grateful and we are thankful. What a great spirit of the Lord to take into this coming week with our children's revival. That starts on Thursday night. We want everybody here. We want everybody here. Brother Nate Roberts and his wife, children's evangelist, coming in for this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then uh, those, those nights will be here in the sanctuary, and then Sunday morning they'll have their kids' church over in the event center, and we will have big church and harvest and miracle signs and wonders right here in the sanctuary on Sunday, and we are excited we are excited about that. And we are excited about the developments on our renovation. I was so thankful. I had imagined in my mind the size of that thing out there. And when I came up in the entrance of the church on Friday and saw that great big structure, I just said, thank you, Lord, you're doing big things. And we want to thank you so much for your giving and your sacrifice. And we are not there to the finish line yet. They did put the lines on the floor in the event center. Please do not anybody cross the caution tape. Please. Um, that cannot be walked on until uh, next Sunday morning. We will utilize that next Sunday morning. And if you come in here during the week, don't get tempted and say nobody's looking. Nobody will know. Just it takes seven days for that to adhere to the floor. And uh, they said once it's down, just don't touch it. Just give it a week. Once it's down, it's down. Um, and uh, so we are thankful. It, it looks beautiful. And we're working on, yes, we are changing the colors in there. We're waiting on some decisions on that. And we had a meeting this past week on our baptismal changing rooms. We are working on that. 
and I am um, avidly looking for someone to hang our doors upstairs, and we are moving forward, progress, and um, we get all that done, we'll tackle the kitchen, and <clears throat> everything will be wonderful. And so thank you so much for your giving. Please continue to give. We're not, we're not to the finish line yet, but every, every dollar is being uh, spent to the best of our ability in the direction uh, that the Lord is giving us. This morning, I, I preached on the fear of the Lord. And I had announced this morning that both this morning's service and tonight's service uh, would be on the topic of fear. And there is a good kind of fear, which is the fear of the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. And I preached this morning about the benefits of fear or the fear of the Lord. And the Lord said, if you'll fear me, I'll do all these things. And I, I believe that. I believe that the Lord is, is not a man that he should lie. And we see his benefits every, every day. And tonight, I'm going to preach about the bad kind of fear. And we're going to take a sword out. And we are going to cut the head off of the spirit of fear. Amen. I may, I may or may not make some remarks tonight that are controversial. I don't care about that. Um. But I am not, I'm not here to mince words tonight because for 18 months we have waited and we've observed and we have, we have seen people pander. Now turning it down won't, won't help the crackling. The, we have watched people pander to... This load of bull that we've been fed for 18 months. I get it. I'm not stupid. People are getting sick. I get that. And I, I, get, I get that there was something out there that they chose to label COVID-19. And I get that. And I, I get that they're saying right now that there is a new Delta variant. I also get that the tests that they're using are not able to distinguish between the original COVID-19 and the Delta variant. I get that. One of the men that was hanging the doors, the gym doors this week on Friday, uh, they were wrapping up. His partner had gone to the truck. He looks around, I guess, to make sure nobody's looking. He said, hey. I said, yeah. He said, can I ask you a spiritual question? I said, absolutely. He said, what do you know about this vaccine? He has, he has CS, common sense. It's a disease that we need to have an epidemic of. Just a good old baptism of some common sense. I said, well, what do you know about it? He said, I don't like it. And I said, well, here's a few 
things that we do know. We know at least one of the vaccines has aborted fetal tissue in it. That's been proven. We know that the vaccine is not preventing people from getting COVID again. We are now hearing undercover reports, though we don't believe in conspiracy theories. We just believe in conspiracies. It's, it's not really a theory if it's true. And there, there are reports coming out. Oh, come on, folks. You, you're telling me the Antichrist is going to set up a kingdom and there's not going to be any conspiratory things to it? He's a liar and the father of lies. What are you talking about? <laughs> Amen. Lord, give us the disease called CS. Common sense. I don't know if there's another one out there, so just making sure. And I, and I said, so there, there is some reports right now that, that are saying, and I haven't verified them, but they're saying that it's actually the vaccinated people that are releasing this new whatever. And I said, I can't prove that or disprove it. And I said, but I also know there's a lot of people that are saying the vaccine is safe, including preachers. So I just need to ask a question for all those people out there that are saying the vaccine is safe. How did you know that before the FDA even approved it? Because they only approved one of them, and that was in the last 10 to 14 days. The rest of them are approved for emergency use. It usually, it usually takes five years for one to get approved. Oh, but they fast-tracked this one, and it's definitely safe. And he said, can I ask you another question? I said, yeah. He said, do you think it's the mark of the beast? Because he's got CS. And I said... Well, let me say this. I can't tell you that it's not. He said, well, I can tell you this. I'm not going to hell over taking a vaccine. And he said, if there's even a chance that it might be connected to the mark of the beat. Why are y'all getting so quiet? He said, if there's even a chance that it might be, I don't want no part of it. I said, well, I don't know that it is, but I don't know that it isn't. And I said, if they start mandating vaccine passports and identity cards, and then they eventually say, we got to prove that everybody has it, so we, we need to mark you somehow. So the needle, the pinch may not be the mark. But it may be the vehicle. It just could be. He said, well, that's crazy. Well, you know what? At some point in time, before the Lord comes back, there's going to be a lot of people calling church people crazy. Oh, that's just another conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's always a conspiracy. 
It's always. Don't get quiet on me here tonight. But, here, but here's what I want to say. It just reminded me, this man asking this question, it just reminded me about the level of fear out there. And the questions in people's mind. I had, I had somebody in a political office in this city call me this week and said, Bishop Nichols, I need to, a few minutes of your time. They are not of our faith. And I said, certainly. They said, I'm troubled. I said, what are you troubled about? They said, I'm troubled about this vaccine. It doesn't feel right to me. Because he has CS. Yeah. So we, first of all, need an awakening. Now, let, let's hope to God it's not, okay? Let's hope that it's not. But I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what I'm thankful for. And so be careful. Keep your eyes open. The Bible said that the Lord will send people strong delusion who believe not. They believed a lie because they received not a love for the truth. That delusion was sent by God. And I believe that delusion can come to church people too. Amen. Be careful. Preachers need to be careful about standing up saying this is not the mark of the beast. <laughs> you need to be careful about giving people the all clear sign. You're supposed to be the watchman on the wall, not pandering to the world system. I'm not trying to be unkind. Now again, just relax, okay? This may be as controversial as it gets, but I'm just trying to get some of you to just think clearly. Keep your eyes open. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Don't, don't watch the news media to find out what's what in this world because deception is running rampant. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Like never before, we have needed to hear the voice of God with a clear sound to give us direction and wisdom in Jesus' name. Why don't you clap your hands unto the Lord and just tell him, I'm thankful, Lord, to be a part of the church of the living God. Amen. Amen. Now, you survived that. You'll be okay. The psalmist, the psalmist said in Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. It goes on down. And he says, yea, though I walk through the valley 
of the shadow of death. The shadow of death. Isn't that what everybody's afraid of? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. What did he say? I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. That's the revelation right there. I find myself in the shadow, the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Paul said to Timothy, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Now that's great news. That's great news. But the better news is what he has given us instead of the spirit of fear. And that's love, not hate, not divisiveness, power, not weakness, not infirmity, not frailty. Somebody act bored right now. And a sound mind. The Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear. That's why we're going to cut the head off of it tonight. And we're going to walk out of here with power, love, and a sound mind. Well, hallelujah, clap your hands unto the Lord if you believe that here tonight. Amen. Now, if the enemy comes in, I'm going to let you be seated here in just a moment. If the enemy comes in, and we know that the spirit of fear comes from the devil. The Bible said in Ephesians 4, 27, do not give place to the devil. Do not open the, the door to the spirit of fear. Do not speak fear. Do not speak unbelief. Do not speak doubt. Do not speak negativity. Life and death and all that kind of stuff. Open your mouth and speak faith. We are not going to give place to the devil. The world and the church has given place to the devil for the last 18 months. We're slamming the door on it tonight. We're not, there's no more room for you, Satan. Hallelujah. Whoa, I feel something right now. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And that's my subject tonight. I will fear no evil. Make contact with somebody, if you would, for a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would move upon the people of God and pray that you'd bring us in unity of mind and spirit and help us, Lord God, to do the will of God in this place. You've given us great dominion and authority, O oh Lord. Your name is high and lifted up, and there's none like you. You're great and greatly to be praised. I pray that there would be a release of the prophetic anointing in this place to destroy yokes, to destroy them, to loose the minds of people. We're walking out of here, God, with beauty for ashes and peace for trouble and confusion, faith over fear. In the name of Jesus, we're not going to just say it and make it, make it something that we say. It's going to be something that we live. We are walking out of here victorious tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands one more time unto the Lord and shout. Come on, shout to the Lord. I want the devil to hear you shout to God. Yes, Lord. Woo! Praise God. In the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. 
in the brain there are there are two clusters of nuclei and they are they are about the size of an almond and they are located deep within the temporal lobe of the brain's cerebrum they are called the amygdala two of them actually amygdalae and the amygdala is responsible for processing our memories and for processing our decisions it's responsible for our decision making and it is responsible for the processing of emotions within emotions is fear the amygdala is part and parcel to the part of our anatomy that warns us from getting too close to a cliff too close to a fire it it causes us to give pause when we see danger coming it reacts and it produces right decisions. It is instinctive. And so because of that, we realize that right in the middle of our brain, the Lord put this small cluster of nuclei there to warn us of danger. That means fear is a part of our anatomy. We have all kinds of we have all kinds of fears. Of late we have seen of course the the fear of covid. And we have we have seen recently now the fear of the vaccine. And then because of the vaccine and the those that draw a line and say, I'm not taking the vaccine. Now, some of you have been faced with the fear, whether it be small or great, of losing your jobs. There's a little bit of panic. There's a little bit of something that just is unsettled in us when our supervisor, manager, or boss comes to us and says, hey, you're not going to be able to work here very much longer if you don't get the vaccine. Now, thankfully, our First Amendment is still intact. Thankfully, we still have religious freedom. You do not have religious freedom if you do not stand up for your religious freedom. It's only religious freedom if you exercise the power of the First Amendment. And so there are no laws preventing that at this point in time. It's discrimination if they fire you or refuse to hire you because you refuse to get the vaccine due to your religious faith. We have seen people that have, especially now, fear of the future. What's, what's next? How much worse is it going to get? And then I think the overarching theme is, is the fear of dying. And I have said this recently many times. If I 
did not have the Holy Ghost and I had not been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of all my sins and I had not repented of my sins and I was not following him as a, as a true disciple of Jesus Christ seeking to please him in every area of my life, I probably would be afraid of dying in a season like this. And so we've seen that. It's very, very prevalent we have had heard people even recently because they are continuing to put out this narrative where people now have a fear of another shutdown, fear of out-of-control inflation. I filled my car up last night. It was $3.93 a gallon. Super unleaded. There is also a fear of collapsing economy and, of course, the fear of the, of the unknown. There have been so many variables in this season. Now, I know that tonight's message may seem a little late to the party, but th this is not the first time we preached about fear. We've talked about it all the way through. We've had services where we've had breakthroughs. But the enemy and... The talking heads, the analysts, the pundits, the governments, the world leaders, the local leaders, they continue to push this message where it seems that they are bound and determined to take this as far as it will go. And I believe if they were to have their way, I'm praying that they don't. I believe if they were to have their way, that we would be thrust into an unrecoverable one world government as, ha as has already been prophesied about in the Bible thousands of years ago. We know that at some point in time it's going to come. If that's now or that's 10 years from now or 20 years from now, We're going to have to learn that we have power and dominion over the spirit of fear. You, you cannot, I mean, I guess you could, but unrealistic, it's unrealistic. You cannot go and have the amygdala in your brain removed. Fear is always going to be a part of your emotional processes. It's there for safety reasons. And so you have to learn to fear the right things. You have to learn to use this part of the brain as a strength and not a weakness. And I'm going to help you do that tonight because there has to be a transformation of the mind. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you have to allow this process of your mind being transformed into having the mind of Christ. Paul said, but we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. There is no fear in him. There is no weakness in him. 
There is no timidity in Christ. There is humility, but not insecurity. He laid down his life. They didn't take his life. He wasn't fearful to go to the cross. He boldly went to the cross and gave his life as a ransom for us. So if you're going to have to ha- if you're going to have the mind of Christ, you're going to have to quit letting the devil exploit what is already in you and using it to a disadvantage against you. Go ahead and clap. You may as well. God's going to give victory to those who want it tonight. Amen. There, there are common fears. We, many people have a fear of rejection. Fear of rejection. There are those that, are, that have a fear of being alone, make really dumb decisions, get desperate to have somebody in their life that was never supposed to be there because they have a fear of being alone. There are those that have a fear of the dark. There are many that have a fear of change. There are those that have a fear of water or drowning. There are those that have a fear of spiders. It's called arachnophobia. And there are those that have a fear of public speaking. And there are those, help me, Holy Ghost, that have a fear of snakes. Oh, God. When Brother Steve was a child, they went in and surgically removed the amygdala in his brain. He's a snake handler. Not, not a Pentecostal snake. We don't do that. I, I, I've said this, but I just want to clarify for our guests. If we got to handle snakes to prove our faith, I'm going straight to hell. I can't, I'm not, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to burn. I won't make it. I won't survive it. I can't get through it. I'm not facing it. I just can't. Let me think of it. No, I can't. I can't. If I find one at my house that I can't get out of the way of whatever it is we're doing, I'm calling Brother Steve. Ask him if it ain't true. And so we, we have a couple of reactions that we choose when we are faced with fear. It's called the, the fight or flight instinctive decision. You're, you're either going to run from trouble or you're going to stand and, and fight for as long as it takes to overcome it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you tonight, I'm going to just let the devil know he does not have us on the run. He doesn't. And so we fight or we just allow fight or flight mentality to be transformed into the mind of Christ. Now, The way that we transform our minds into the thinking of Christ and the mind of Christ is by the word of God. He was the word of God in flesh, and that word is powerful. That word is quick. It it will cut through and divide and separate. 
And it will put things in you because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more of that word I get in me, the more faith that I have. I, I don't understand it when somebody comes up and says, man, how do you have so much faith? Because I've got this word right here. Oh, I God, have mercy. I almost ran the aisles right there. It just went, it just shot right through me. I almost took off running right there. I'm sorry for missing it, Lord. God, have mercy. I, I don't have to decipher this, really. I, I, just, I just have to believe. I just have to take him at his word. I don't, I don't have to look at Isaiah 53. By his stripes I am healed and measure it against the statistical successes and failures of who has been healed or who has not been healed. All I have to know is he took the strikes on his back for the healing of our bodies. That's why I have faith. It's in that word right there. I got to transform my mind. I got to renew my mind with the word of God. And so in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14, the scripture said, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. He became flesh and blood, and he took part in what we experience every day, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Amen. And deliver them. Everybody say, that's us. Who through fear of death were all their lifetimes subject to to bondage. The very reason that Christ came was not to just deliver us from death, but he came to deliver us from the fear of death. Yeah. I <laughs> Somebody once said you can't threaten me with heaven. <laughs> I, I was reading an article yesterday, and in the article, it was a scathing article about how weak that Christians had become during this season, and it was written by a Christian attorney, and in that article, some of you may have read it, he, he said in the article, Christians and preachers need to stop calling every death and COVID death in the church a tragedy. He said that is unbiblical. We do not believe for Christians that death is a tragedy. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? He said that message is coming straight from the devil. It's the devil that's telling you that death is a tragedy. I want to remind the devil tonight, you can't threaten me with heaven. I'm going to live for God in sickness and in health. Oh, somebody ought to praise him right now. We got a long way to go tonight. The psalmist said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Woo! 
The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise up against me. In this will I be confident. preaching the word I don't know what blog you're reading I don't know what video you've seen I don't know what news network you're watching I don't know what law you're listening to I'm reading out of the word of life and it's a word of power and he said if you'll obey me and keep my precepts I'm going to be your God and you're going to be my people in case you don't know what that means is he's saying if you'll obey me I'm going to take care of everything in your life that you cannot take care of. That's why I'm God. The psalmist said, in God, I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. In 118 it said the Lord is on my side. Some of you need to be reminded of that. That the Lord is on your side. Say everybody's left me. I don't know what I'm going to do. The world is falling apart at the seam. No, no. The Lord is on your side. The old song said you and God make a majority. It looks like just two to the world. But greater is he that is within us. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Somebody once said that fear is false evidence appearing real. It is not real. Amen. Numbers 14. Only rebel not ye against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land. For they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Fear them not. I don't care what it is. We're not going to be afraid of it. In Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, will not we fear? Though the earth be removed and though the mountain be carried into the midst of the sea, we will not fear. Somebody shouted, we will not fear. Clap your hands one more time unto the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'm jumping down to 1 John 4. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. But 
But perfect love casteth out all fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So let me remind you tonight how much God loves you. How much he cared for you when you were a sinner. He went to that old rugged cross and died for you when you were a transgressor. When you were living like a lying whoremonger. When you were living like a drug addict and a crackhead. When you were hooked on cigarettes and hooked to the bottle he went to the cross for you I've come to tell you tonight I will fear no evil for the Lord is with me he is my comforter he's my shepherd his rod and his staff they comfort me somebody needs to declare to the enemy you might have had me for a moment devil but I'm not afraid of you you thrown everything and the kitchen sink against me but I'm here and I'm praising him and I will fear no evil not afraid I'm not afraid I'm not afraid I'm not afraid of losing my job I'm not afraid of COVID I'm not afraid of death the Lord is on my side he's a way maker he's my peace speaker he is my healer Somebody better praise him right now. I got a lot more to preach, but I'd rather you just praise him. I'd rather somebody just get a revelation right now that he's not going to let me down. He's the friend that's sticking closer than a brother. He is my way maker. He is my everything. He's the almighty. Somebody better praise him right now. Somebody better praise him right now. We're not coming out of COVID worse than when we went in. We're coming out stronger than when we went in. We're not coming out with less faith. We're coming out with more faith. We're not coming out depressed. We are coming out in power. Somebody better praise him right now. The Lord won't let me go on. The Lord won't let me go on. In the name of Jesus, come on. It's time for you to pull the sword out of the sheath and tell the devil, you have lied to me long enough. I'm not going to listen to your lies. I will not die. I will live. I will not die in poverty. I will live and be blessed. Come on, come on. If you lose your job, don't fear. The Lord will double your income if he's got to do it because he's on your side. My God is on your side. Come on, get after it right now. Somebody claim the promises of God. I bind the spirit of fear in this place right now. I come against the spirit of hell. I come.
come against the spirit of Antichrist. In Jesus' name. Ah, come on. Come on. He causes my way to prosper. Stop listening to the father of lies. God had not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and of love. And of a sound mind, I speak it over you right now. You shall have power. You are loved. And you shall leave tonight with a sound mind. Well, hallelujah, somebody's going to get rest like you hadn't had rest in a while. The devil's not in charge of the church. God is in charge of the church. you somebody you're comfortable praying with and I want you to get your hands on both shoulders facing them don't spit in their face but I want you to pray like this I bind the spirit of fear that has come against them I bind it in the name of Jesus right now wow you have authority Come on, that's it. That's it. Come on. There's victory in this place. Oh, I pound it right now. Somebody's about to break out. Somebody's about to break out. Somebody make up in your mind tonight. I'm not going to let the devil exploit my fear anymore. My amygdala in my brain is off limits to the devil. I am not going to listen to his threats. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Come on, come on, come on. There is no fear in love. Satya 
Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Victory is ours. Victory belongs to us. Woo! Sit, Kaikai, on the Lobosea.